Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to our midweek podcast uh, from Avila Presbyterian Church. You're all very welcome uh, as we come together uh, to worship God uh, through uh, our podcast. Trust that you are keeping safe and well through these days. And uh, this evening, as we come uh, together, uh, we are looking uh, to praise God and we're going to hear. Uh, from a member of our church family this evening, uh, a lady called Elizabeth Gill, who many will know, uh, who is uh, going to be sharing a little bit uh, about her life story this evening as well. But before uh, we begin this evening, uh, we're going uh, to uh, come before God uh, with these words in Psalm 27. The psalmist tells us, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Here we come before our God, recognising his glory and his power that it is in his strength that we may know real and lasting peace. Let us come before our God now in prayer. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks this evening that we may taste of your glory and your power, all in the great and in the mighty name of Jesus. What joy, Lord, we have in knowing your goodness to us, all in Jesus' loving name. Lord, we recognise all too often, Lord, the darkness that is around us in this world, confusion and hatred, and Lord, we recognise our need of you through these days to know, Lord, of what it means to rest in you, to know, Lord, of the goodness uh, that you have, the joy, Lord, that we may find in your gracious and loving name. And so, Lord, we pray this evening that we may know of you working in our lives, that we may know that joy of what it means uh, to surrender to you. For Lord, we long to offer our lives up before you, knowing that it is in you that we have real and lasting peace. So, Heavenly Father, we bring before you our lives this evening, we ask that you may deal with those aspects of our lives, Lord, that are turning away from you. Those habits, uh, those things, Lord, that we long to keep in the darkness. And we ask, Lord, that you may deal with them, convict us of them. So, Lord, that we may look to honour you with every part of our lives. That we may have that awareness, Lord, that you are that true light in which we may come before. Lord, we confess of the times, Lord, that we look to make ourselves the gods in our lives. We confess the times, Lord, that we would rather be uh, the ones in control. And Lord, we ask that we may surrender to you, that we may know of your great and lasting guidance in our lives that we may know that joy, that we may know the burden taken away uh, upon us 
into what we may do with our lives and give it over to you, the one who is able to guide and direct, the one who will bring true fulfilment to our lives. Lord, speak to us this evening by the Holy Spirit that we may know that joy of following you in all that we may do. And Lord, we ask these things now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. Well, we're going to praise God for a moment or two first with our first item of praise. This praise is sung to us by John and Ray and his family. And I believe it is becoming a firm favourite uh, over uh, this last year to many people. So let us praise God now with the words, He will hold me fast.
Well, this evening it is wonderful to have Elizabeth joining us. Elizabeth, you're married to David and many people uh, will know you in our church family, but it's just uh, great to spend some time with you this evening and just little uh, listen to a little bit more of your life story. So first of all, Elizabeth, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, your family, your ch church upbringing, and maybe some big life moments. Good evening, everyone. Well, I was brought up in Portavogie. I was brought up in a Christian home, went to Glastry Church in the morning and the Brethren Sunday School in the afternoon. And I really thank God for the privilege of being brought up in a Christian home. A lot of times I didn't always think that. I started to go with David and I was still at Sunday School. And one Sunday afternoon he was coming down to see me and I was forbid to go out to see him, but of course I slammed the front door and the glass came out after me. Well, I was scared to go home and I picked up the crowd, went home. And the first thing my mum said, he needn't bother coming back here uh, if you're going to miss your Sunday school. But thankfully, uh, it never scared him off. And 54 <laughs> years of marriage later, he's still here. So Very that good. was... <laughs> Very good. And you grew up in Porto Bogue, um, and uh, you, um, you, you went to church up there. And maybe uh, what sort of things stuck out to you uh, about your church life then uh, when you were growing up? Well, at the start, uh, well, I really enjoyed it. Uh, and I loved hearing, I always knew about the Lord because, say, it's all we heard in the house. And uh, I really enjoyed going uh, until I reached my teens. And then that was when I started to rebel because uh, none of my friends were going to okay. church. Yeah. And that was when I started to rebel, you know. And, and maybe tell us a little bit about maybe some big life moments then. Um, well, first of all, maybe tell us about how you come to know Jesus as your saviour. Well, I always knew I needed to be saved. Yeah. and uh, But as I say, when I got into my teenage years, I just wanted out, started work and wanted out into the world and uh, didn't have any time for God. I got married and I always said, if I have children, I'll never make them go to Sunday school. But once I had my children, I did want them brought up the same way as I was brought up. Yeah. And I sent them along to Sunday school. And uh, it was one evening, uh, a friend had asked me to go to uh, a baptismal service. And uh, I couldn't tell you what the pastor was speaking on that night, but I knew that uh, if I was to die, I was dying in my sin and I needed to be saved. So that next day in work, uh, there was a fella, he was always talking to us about the Lord. I was talking to him and it was really under conviction. So I just knew that I needed to get right with God. And I come home that day and I just got down on my knees and asked the Lord into my life. and. Uh, I've been going on with him. That's 41 years ago. Uh, so how old would you have been then? 30-something. <laughs> <laughs> where, where were you working? In Debrettas. Oh, right. Very good. Mm -hmm. Very good. Well, tell us maybe about some maybe big life moments then as well. Uh, so you were saying you got married to David how long ago? 54 years. Oh, and I'm sure it doesn't feel like that at all. I'm sure time's <laughs> flew in. <laughs> well, it has right now. 
Well, you might ask David and he would tell you something different. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, tell us um, about what or who has been a big help in your Christian life. Well, I think joining uh, a Christian fellowship and uh, making Christian friends okay. and Christian family would have been a big influence in my life. So it would. And David also, I'm sure. Yeah, oh, I, well, David wasn't a Christian. Okay. Uh, you know, how, how he came to know the Lord was uh, through the death of our son. Okay. You know, um, you know and uh, as I say, being and part of the family of God was what got us through that. Yeah. Uh, having Christian friends praying for us whenever I wasn't able to pray for myself. Okay. Christian friends and a good Christian neighbor. She was always there for me. Yeah. Going through that. She was. I'm sure that's something that, that was really difficult to get through, obviously, at the time. And uh, just being able to have that awareness that you do have support around you through this time mm-hmm. was a great mm-hmm. help that way, too. Mm-hmm. If I hadn't had the Lord, I just don't know how I would have got through it. And I'm sure um, there's there has been many times in which you're you're thinking, how did you get through it, or how how, how did you keep going that way too? Um, and over this last year, um, many people have had real difficulties because of COVID and the pandemic and many other things happening in people's lives. But what would you say to people uh, as a Christian to encourage people to find? Uh, for they're finding things hard at this time. Yes, it has been a hard year. Uh, not seeing some family and not getting out to church for the fellowship. That's where it's been a blessing for the internet, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But uh, the Lord knows the beginning and he knows the end. We can only see our present situation. Yeah. And it's bringing everything to him, no uh, matter how small or how big, and trusting him with our future. Yeah. Uh, I love the Psalms. I love Psalm 91 and the first two verses. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shelter of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him will I trust. That means a lot to me, that Psalm. And it is that idea that there's so much happening in the world around us. There is so many difficulties. And we don't know what one day brings to the next. But this, those words show us a real protection, a, a real sense uh, of a God who holds us in his hand and will protect and guide us throughout. It doesn't stop difficult things happening, um, but it also shows us that a, a God who's in control and will help us through it. That's right. I'm going to ask another question then, Elizabeth. The last one is um, just about uh, what difference does being a Christian have in your life then as well? Well, as I say, through my trials and all, it's being a Christian has seen me through, has got me through. If I didn't have the Lord, and uh, I don't think I could have got through it, you know, and being able to witness to my family to try and uh, get them to come to know the Lord 
to try and live the life in front of them. Yeah. You know, that's what being a Christian means to me. Yeah. And I suppose when you were saying there earlier about um, the tragic loss of your son at that time, that I'm sure you were a witness to others, even though you didn't feel it. You talk about if you didn't have faith in your life, how you couldn't have got through it. But through that situation, as hard and as difficult as it was, mm -hmm. I'm sure God used you through that as well. And people seen something in you that if you didn't have faith, you wouldn't, they wouldn't have seen. Well, that's what I tried to do because uh, I, lo I lost a brother. Uh, he was 17. I was okay. only 12 at the time. And my mommy had been a Christian all her life. But there was a period when she lost my brother that she turned a bit bitter. Mm -hmm. And uh, then she came back to the Lord. But I never wanted that to happen to me. Uh, I, I needed the Lord. And I wanted uh, the people that was coming in to my house at that time, I wanted them to see what the Lord was doing mm -hmm. for me, the way he was holding me up. Yeah, yeah. No. And I'm sure that as, as difficult a time that was, I'm sure that was such a, a, a great witness uh, to others as well about um, the strength that God gives in times such as that as well. That's right. That's right. And to see David come to the Lord, and then I had a sister and brother-in-law, they came to the Lord through the tragedy as well. Okay. Oh, yeah. So that helped. Yeah. And now you're um, a grandmother as well now. Um, and a great grandmother. A, a great grandmother as well, yeah. <laughs> um, and um, I'm sure there's real blessings just to have those moments uh, with them and to, to take time with family as well this time. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. There is indeed. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth, thank you so much just for sharing with us this evening. Uh, it has been a real privilege just to chat to you a little bit. And um, you have chosen our last uh, item of praise. Uh, do you want to introduce it for us uh, just as we, we close? Yes, this, this hymn has meant a lot to me over the years as well. It's when peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, Though this has me know, it is well, it is well with my soul. Elizabeth, thank you so much. Uh, and we're really, uh, we're really grateful just for you taking this time to share with us this evening. We're going to praise God now with the item, It is well with my soul. It is sung to us by Jonathan Ray and his family. It's amazing how some of the most loved hymns that have ever been written have been written in a context of real sorrow and distress for their writers. Horatio Spafford wrote this next hymn we're going to sing in a context where he had just been horrifically bereaved all in one day and yet he was able to turn to the gospel truths that reminded him that, that his sins are forgiven, that he can live for Christ and that ultimately it's not the grave that is our goal but the sky. This is the blessed hope, the blessed rest of our souls at all times, it is well. Oh. 
thank you once again Elizabeth uh, for sharing uh, with us and we want to take some time now uh, to come together in prayer for one another uh, to pray for those in our church family to pray for our community and our world through these days and as we do that I want to lead us into prayer with these words from Psalm 61 the psalmist tells us Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth, I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the foe. I long to dwell in your tent forever and take refuge in the shelter of your wings 
for you have heard my vows, O God. You have given me the heritage of those whom fear your name. Let us take these words as we come to our God in prayer. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks this evening for the opportunity, Lord, to share with one another the opportunity we have to talk about what you are doing in our lives. Lord, we give you thanks that you are the one in which true refuge and peace is found and that we may know you as that solid rock to stand on life. And so, Heavenly Father, we bring before you our church family through these days. We continue to lift up those who are hurting and those who are mourning the loss of loved ones. Heavenly Father, surround and protect them. Bring them comfort and peace in all that they may be dealing with in life. And Lord, for those who are facing great uncertainty at the, these days, we ask, Lord, that they do I truly know you, leading them to you, the rock in life, the one, Lord, who will bring stability, who will bring a confidence in what they are doing. Lord, we pray for those whose livelihoods have been changed radically over this last year, asking that you may bring them peace and comfort through these days. And Lord, we also want to lift up before you those who are facing ill health through these days. Lord, continue uh, to bring them a sense of hope, a sense of comfort and peace through life. And Lord, that they may know real answer to prayer and through uh, the situations that are happening, through test results and through appointments with doctors. Give them a confidence about who you are and all that may happen. Heavenly Father, we want to lift up before you our young people through these days as they're back into the schools now and back into lessons and some dealing with exams through these days also. We ask, Lord, for your comfort and your peace to them in all that they may do. Give them a sense of assurance, Lord, in what you are doing and help them know, Lord, of your goodness and love to them in all that they may do. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks, Lord, uh, for answer to prayer for this vaccine and for the way, Lord, it has been rolled out so fast um, in our country and further afield. And Lord, we pray for those who are working, Lord, in these vaccination centres. We pray, Lord, for those who are continuing to work in our hospitals, Lord, asking that they may know, Lord, of your hand upon them and all that they do. They may know of your strength through these days, your wisdom and your comfort, Lord, as they seek to protect others. And Lord, as we look to the world around us, we pray, Lord, for those who are continuing to be caught in the grip of this pandemic as well. We pray for the country of India, for the countries such as Brazil and others, Lord, who have had so much loss uh, through this. And Lord, we ask that they may know of your comfort and peace through these days. 
Lord, that they may know, uh, Lord, of the worst of this pandemic uh, to be behind them and that they are looking to come out, Lord, uh, of this. We continue to pray for those who are finding uh, life so difficult through um, these days and those who are caught up, Lord, in conflict, those who are caught up, Lord, in persecution for their Christian faith through these days. And Lord, we continue to pray, Lord, for uh, other aspects of our lives, Lord, that uh, some feel have been forgotten uh, through uh, this pandemic, Lord, and we ask that they may know of your comfort and peace in all that may happen. For Lord, we long to see of your hand of mercy coming upon people's lives. Lord, for those who do not know you, for those who are, are um, deaf to the things of you, we ask, Lord, that they may know a greater awakening of what it is you are doing, that you may soften hearts, that you may speak powerfully through these circumstances, that we may know that greater working of the Holy Spirit working, Lord, in people's lives through these days. And Lord, as we come out of uh, restrictions being placed upon us, as we look afresh, Lord, of what is happening in our church buildings, also, Lord, in people's lives, Lord, that we may see great opportunities to serve you through these days, that we may have that greater opportunity, Lord, to proclaim your name, Lord, to uh, look to seek to help others that are in need, and to be that place of hope and light in the world around us. Lord, we can only do this in your strength, and we ask, Lord, for that awareness of your love to us and what we do. And we ask this all now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. Well, thank you uh, for listening to our podcast this evening. Can I re remind you that uh, our church building is open on Sundays? Uh, but if you are coming to our church building for the first time, then please do let Brian know before five o'clock uh, on uh, Friday evenings. And that just helps us uh, be aware of the seating uh, in our church building. Uh, and what we need to do to plan for that. So please do, if you're coming along, uh, it'll be great to see you in our church building again. Uh, please do let Brian know uh, by five o'clock on Friday evenings. And also, just as we close this evening, I, I do want to wish uh, Brian, our clerk of session, a very happy birthday for tomorrow uh, as well. Many happy returns, Brian, for your birthday tomorrow. May you all know God's rich blessing working in your lives this week. And let us finish together with the words of the benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. God bless everyone and thanks for listening.